0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show! ...all different, driving on the way home, for
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were the books? I, I have not read everything.
0: That's cool. I don't think I've read everything either. I read the majority of the stuff. I tried to read Superman, but uh, it, I was too damn tired for it. So, or
1: action, I mean oh okay The yeah. action was real good
0: well it started off good but it looked like it had layers and layers of stuff and I needed to be awake and pay attention so I was just like uh yeah I'll catch it later yeah but I read like Red Hood and
1: I, I haven't read Red Hood yet
0: oh god damn it
1: yeah I would
0: say what about Deathstroke?
1: Deathstroke I read.
0: Alright. Because those are probably my two top of the week I would say. Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Uh, let's see.
0: Did you read JLA? Yes. So we read the majority of them.
1: Flash? I did not read I haven't read Red Hood, Flash or Wonder Woman yet.
0: I haven't read Wonder Woman either,
1: and I don't think there was a Batgirl book too. I think I didn't read that one.
0: Batgirl: and The Birds of Prey.
1: Yeah, I didn't read that one.
0: Yeah, I read that one.
1: Uh, I think besides I tried that, to I,
0: th- read the, I tried to read like the big ones that I figured that we'd talk about. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know when you're gonna start it or when if we're just doing it right now.
1: I got no idea. If you were just speaking, nothing came out.
0: Oh, uh, I said this is my favorite issue of Red Hood that ever came out. Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Even without Dexter Soy doing the art?
0: Yeah, even without Dexter Soy doing the art. the uh, That was the only part that I kind of had an issue with, because everybody looked Asian, almost. And you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, it wasn't, like, thrown off bad, but, like, Jason didn't look like Jason.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, I'm kind of skimming through it now. And it, it doesn't have that, like, dark, edgy look like it did.
0: Can you
1: hear me now? <laughs> so- okay. Sort yeah. of. It's real, really yeah. glitchy. Yeah,
0: I just came up out of the big, like, there's a big, like, hill, so I just came on the top of it. It should be fine from here on out of actually.
1: Okay. Plus,
0: I'm glitchy still.
1: It's all right right now.
0: Okay. No, but, like... I could tell that it wasn't Dexter Soy doing the art, but the, the story wasn't really a dark story, but, I mean, I, you'll just have to read it. It really, it really, really brings home the fact of humanizing Bizarro.
1: That's fantastic. I mean, that's one thing that I've really been enjoying so far about the series.
0: Yeah. Cause there's like a lot of like little things that like even his mental capacity type thing and like little panels and nods like that he does that you're like, Oh, I get it. You know, I can, I can totally feel what he's feeling or what Jason and Artemis are going through.
1: You mean like the, um, of Mice and bit at the end?
0: Well, there's that. But, like, at the very beginning, uh, Killer Croc shows up, and they can say that, is visit Killer Croc on Suicide Squad now, and he tells Bizarro not to kill anybody, to, like, you know, remember what they talked about, right. and not hurt. And, like, he just, like, whacks off Killer Croc's head, and it's a robot. Huh. And like he's like looking eye to eye with Pizarro. was like, you didn't, you knew it was he wasn't alive, right? And he's like, yeah, but he, but he's like looking down, like cowering down, like a little kid would, you know? Right. Like, no, I had no idea, but I'm gonna tell you, I did.
1: Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I it, it I just wish that I had more time to read anything. <laughs> Because I, I wanted to get to this one, because the series has been so good.
0: And it's just not. It's just not like Jason and Mazzaro's interactions. It's like Alfred and Jason's interactions, also.
1: Right. Which is cool. So. Hm.
0: But we could talk about a book that we both read.
1: Yeah. Um. What did you think of the? Uh... The Justice League of America rebirth issue.
0: I like it. I, I like where they're going with it. I mean I feel like a number one issue for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Like like a you know introduction
1: of everybody. Right.
0: All over again or to each other. Um I don't know, I think Lobo with me is going to be the problem of
1: the book. I agree with you completely. He's um, he the one character that I care the least about. And bits and pieces of him I don't mind. But, I mean, I think he might run into the Harley Quinn category for me. Right, yeah. You know, I never understood why he was so popular back, way back when. Because
0: he was so edgy.
1: I guess. But um, I, I enjoyed the issue. My problem with it was I'm not a fan of, um, like, let's put a team together issues where it's page one and page two are this person. Page 3 and page 4 are this person coming on. Page 5 and 6 are this person coming on. You know, just kind of... There have been other issues that have done it better. You know, it kind of flowed better. Where, you know, yeah, Yeah. they're picking up new members, but it's it's done with, like, a better... I, I, I don't want to say a better style, but it's just... It's not as here's this, here's this, here's this. There's more of a a, a better feel to it.
0: A uh, better cohesive, like, organic way about it. Than, yeah. Uh, famous trope for it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying.
1: You know, I mean, like I said, it wasn't bad. I And also, I, I really liked, you know, I thought that the art in this was fantastic, too.
0: Right.
1: You know, but I mean, Ivan Rice is pretty good.
0: I still I don't know maybe maybe they said and I didn't pick up on it but I still don't get why we need this team
1: does that make sense well Batman kind of the only info that we sort of got is that he wanted to put together a team of mortals and not gods
0: yeah but you have Lobo on
1: there yeah that was the one thing I didn't understand
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, I, I, yeah, he, like, kept saying that, but, like, if that was the case, it'd be, like, like the Defenders, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Where they're all, like, him and normal. Right. And just crime bust, but...
1: But, I mean, for the most part, it it really is just a bunch of people. You know, they might have, like, an ability here or there, or a right. totem that does something, or... You know an outfit or whatever but you know it's not like he's with Superman and you know Hal Jordan and Wonder Woman.
0: Right. And I kind of I kind of liked how they did Black Canary in that situation you know. Okay. Because she's in Green Arrow and of course she's in Birds of Prey so she's going to be stretched pretty thin right. Yeah. But you know where she had uh, this messages from him, right? Thing, right. Was that this issue, or was that Birds of Prey issue?
1: Uh, might have been the Birds of Prey issue.
0: Okay, maybe, maybe I'm just crossing them.
1: Yeah, I mean this this but, one, it wasn't too much like, of that.
0: Okay. So yeah, because I don't have it in front of me, obviously, because I'm driving, but
1: that's no excuse
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I just don't want that character being stretched thin where everything's not cohesive because that's what I'm liking about rebirth is that everything's pretty cohesive and flows in together or is connected somehow some way
1: right yeah I mean it's, it's definitely been a strong point Um, speaking of strong points this issue of uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps I think is Rob Venditti at his absolute finest
0: yeah I can agree that
1: I mean it's it's a setup issue but it's also it progresses a lot of stuff as well if you know what I mean yeah that you oftentimes have okay this major you know this major storyline just ended the next issue is going to be just a bunch of hanging around and this was some of that with you know the green and yellow lanterns trying to figure out what they're gonna do right but you know you have guy bringing in um, you know bringing in the information of the other Yellow Lanterns. You have Hal and Kyle off doing their thing, and of course they find St. Walker, which is fantastic. Right. So it's... Even though it's setting things up for the next big, you know, couple story points, uh-huh. it it still did a lot. And, you know, and like Venditti does, it had a lot of... Um, You know, like a lot of little bits and pieces of things that are going to be coming back, or or resolving things that were little bits and pieces, you know, seven eight issues ago.
0: Right. No, only little thing that I don't like.
1: Nope, you're wrong. This book (laughs) was book was perfect.
0: I don't like Kyle's voice. It, it just doesn't seem like Kyle that I've read in the past. I don't know how to describe it, but it just doesn't feel like him, really, in this issue. Right. Like, like in, when they were in the Emerald Site, or when he was coming out of the Emerald Site, when Hal was. Okay. That felt more like Kyle and what Kyle would do and Kyle would say type thing, but him in this issue didn't feel like him. Um. But
1: I don't know.
0: I'm not saying I, that it was totally wrong. I'm just saying that it was kind of off a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean for for me personally I don't I don't feel that way, but I mean I guess I can see how you could. You know, I, it's I mean
0: just like the the little it was almost like he was Hal Junior in this one. You know what I mean? That he's never been like Hal Junior and smart ass type.
1: Yeah, I can see that. That's true. I I did really appreciate the part, though, where John Stewart is telling Hal, you know, hey, I'm I'm in charge now. This is how yeah. we're going to do things. And I goes, absolutely, I'm 100% behind you. You know, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do. And he goes, oh, well, it would mean a lot, you know, if you put in a good word about the Yellow Lanterns. He goes, oh, by the way, I have to go do something right now. So I'll see you at some point. <laughs> He's like, Oh yeah, thanks. He goes, Yep, doing everything I can. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like I said, I I enjoyed this like like you said, Robert is on point, the art's on point. It was just that little minor thing that I had with it. But other than that, this book has gotten better and better and better. So
1: Right. Yeah, I mean I definitely I definitely agree with that. You know, I mean, there's there's very little I could complain about this book. Right, yeah. Um, uh, one book that I was not so into, which really surprised me, based off of how much I've been enjoying it, although the last couple issues I've sort of been down on it, was right. de- this issue of Detective. I just was not... Feeling. Really? Yeah. That
0: surprises me.
1: I mean, I like I like Orphan. I like Cassandra Kane. But it's like I don't know, the way that the story was told with her. Yeah. Just it at no point did it really grab me and get me excited for the story until the last page.
0: Huh. I guess for me, it's just because, like, even when it came back in Rebirth, right? um, Like, she was the character that I was most interested about. Okay. Uh, So, maybe that's why I enjoyed this one more. It was more centered on her and learning about her.
1: I could see that. Yeah, I
0: liked how, like, we know that. Uh, she can't express herself really or talk that much really so like a lot of it is done not through generation buckles per se but like uh, just one word answers like how she feels or looks towards people Okay. so it was almost like like a snake eyes issue without it being a total silent issue for me
1: Okay. Yeah. She,
0: doesn't how, she doesn't know how to express herself. So she's just given one-word answers.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's true. I, I agree. And I think, you know, she also... The way that they draw her, sort of... Yeah. You know, her body language also is, is very well done. Right. But, I, I mean, at the same time, for me, it was... I don't know, 20 pages of stuff that you've kind of already seen.
0: Like a fill in issue, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously this was, you know, after the the two issues with Batwoman.
0: Right.
1: Which could have just been her rebirth issue. Right. Um you know, now to have this I, I don't know, I don't know what they're buying time for. I mean, especially because they hyped this up. Because it's issue nine fifty. Right. They were hyping oh, it's a double supersized, you know, anniversary issue. Right. And normally when you're gonna hype up that it's an anniversary issue of some sort, it's gonna be, you know, some all out brawl or or some crazy revelation or something. And if the crazy revelation is that, you know. Shiva is watching her, then I mean, you could have done that in any other issue.
0: Well, yeah, but you also, like, got the Clayface stuff in there, too. Yeah, but it... And
1: and again, that's it's all well and good, but it doesn't do anything. You You know, like... He has he has a different bracelet that he can stay in his form for slightly longer, but it destroys his DNA, so he's not ever going to use it. You know, it to me it just feels like as I was reading the entire thing with Clayface and uh, Luke. Yep. All I was thinking to myself was, I really wish that this was Tim, who would actually be solving this problem.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I, to me, it all fit, and it all, it all worked out, because Tim isn't on the table, so, right. you know, and, and you get to see the struggle from Clayface's point of view, kind of, you know, like, okay, thanks, thanks for trying, but there's still no hope, and then Luke was like, no, this is just one try, you know, we're not done trying to... This is just one thing that, would you know, baby step, I guess. Right. Which I mean, us as a reader got to know that it's never gonna work, right? But at least the hope's still there.
1: Yeah. True.
0: Because I mean, how interesting would it be for just a basil <laughs> or basil issue, right?
1: You know, I I think they could do a lot of very interesting things with that, though you know you could have an issue with him where he's himself and throughout the issue is slowly going back to clayface right yeah. you know and trying to fight it or some, or not fight it or you know whatever he's with he thinks he has things under control and he's out with someone for the first time in god knows how long you know right. like there there are a lot of things they can do if you're going to give me a, a bit of a story that doesn't really progress the story in like a major way give me better character development
0: see yeah I can see what you're saying I just I thought they did have character development even if it was baby step hmm. character development hmm. and not hugely revolutionary but. right because you still have Clayface who's striving to be normal again. Right. And then you kind of have Luke who who is still trying, who's eager to be on the team, but still trying to find his footing and his place on the team, personality-wise. To fit yeah. In, I guess. And then, of course, you got John John Luke in there, right?
1: Yeah. John Paul, I mean. John Paul, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's another one. I'm curious because all of it was, you know, to be continued.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm curious how that's gonna tie in with I mean, obviously the next storyline's gonna be something with the League of Assassins. Right. And I'm curious how Azrael's gonna fit in there. Yeah. You know, I, I did like the um the the last like the the I guess it was the shortest of the stories, the one that Eddie Barrows drew. Where it's, takes place in the past and it is Tim and Batman and uh, yeah. Tim basically he brings him to you know a completely secure place so that nobody can hear anything that they're saying and he's pretty much confronting him you know why are you putting together an army like what war <laughs> you know you have Nightwing doing this you have Jason doing that like you have eyes and ears everywhere why
0: right yeah
1: <laughs> You know, and of course you don't get an answer, but...
0: Right.
1: You know, I I just... I like that because it's very much, you know, the two of them. So, it's interesting. And of course it, you know, leads with the dark days are coming. Or not leads, ends with... But
0: yeah, the darker days.
1: Yep. Yep. So I'm very curious to see what's next like one once it gets back into detective comics and not you know three three four issues of solo things
0: All right well and then after suicide we're gonna
1: have a Batman. name <laughs> what was that you cut out again you said after suicide something
0: Or League of Assassins. After the League of Yeah, but I mean, after the League of Assassins are, we're gonna have you can Hear me now.
1: Now I do. After the League of Assassins
0: arc we're going to have the batman crossover story right again is that or
1: no is that coming up there cuz i know it seems like the timing is probably going to be so that once that ends it's going to be real close to where the batman and flash crossover stuff is going to be
0: oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. cuz that's that's like another 4 or 5 issue uh let's see 16 which one's come out this week is that 16 or 17 Seventeenth, so we got four more issues.
0: Yeah, because the Batman Flash crossovers is like twenty twenty one, right?
1: Yeah, it's like early twenties.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think it's twenty one. I think is the the kickoff to that. Yeah. Cause I, that cover looked, that cover looked badass.
1: Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah where it's interchangeable.
1: Yep. Yeah, going from Batman to the Flash. Yeah,
0: I, hold the button.
1: If if I was still into gimmick type covers, I would go out and buy a physical copy of that one. But I've I have been burned by holograms in the past. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your Robin Two Number One hologram cover?
1: No, you know what? I'm I don't.
0: Robin
1: no, I don't have that. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Um, the uh, I'm trying to think. I, I know you said you didn't really, you didn't finish Action Comics, but no, I, it, I, I, got to say, with the exception of the stuff, I mean, putting you know Lana and Steel into the issue, right, was like meh for me because you know I'm not reading Superwoman, and I I really don't care for Steel much, okay. but this issue had a lot of Clark stuff yeah which I thought was fantastic Um, it I like um, you know she's sort of she's getting the vibe with how creepy he is and how it's he's
0: been goddamn creepy the whole time
1: right but I mean you know she's the best investigative reporter ever so it's taken her a while
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um but I, I think the part that I liked the most, you know, like I, I mean it was pretty straightforward where it was just weird Clark, you know, doing stuff, but when she follows him back to the apartment and she realizes it's, you know, it's the building where, you know, her Clark lived and she goes inside to talk to him and the doorman's like, Yeah, no one's been through here. You know, like when that happened. Oh, wow. it, yeah! Like you see him going into the doors. I know you didn't read it, but um, you, you see him going inside, and she follows him inside and goes to the the you know guy at the security desk. He's like, "Oh, I I saw Clark Kent come through here. I have a message," and he's he's like, "No one's come in for the last whatever." And she's like, no, but I just watched him go in. He literally shows her like, the security camera footage from the past 30 minutes, and nobody has gone into the building.
0: Wow, that's cool as hell.
1: So it, that was my reaction. I'm, you know, you're reading the story, and you're like, all right, this is kind of interesting. I'm curious where it's going. Then that happened, and you're like, aha. Well, let's see where this goes, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's... It, it's... Way more interesting um, than I thought, and of course, you know he's he's back. You know Clark is back at um, work the next day, and he asks her out, and of course she turns him down. And then she's like, "Wait a minute! Like <laughs> this is the the best way that I could get anything done. Like I can inter- basically interview him, right? You know, on the date, and you know it ends kind of with her like I don't know how I'm going to explain this to Clark." <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, obviously he knows. So,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, it's.
0: Well, that's crazy because, like, well that that apartment seems crazy to me just by you explaining it because, like, everybody at work sees him, and then the Chinese delivery guy saw him, right? Yeah. So, it's, so it's not like a sixth sense type thing where.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Jonathan spoke to him.
0: You're yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So. Huh you know i don't know if it's one of those maybe he does have some superpowers like and he could kind of zip by without someone seeing him or or if there's some other something somewhere that he goes into before he actually gets to where the security guy is wow yeah you know i i'm very very intrigued by this i mean this has been um, the, the Clark Kent story has been one of the things I've been the most interested in. Uh-huh. And, you know, I mean, I guess we're 15, 16 issues in at this point of action. Right. And, I mean, they this is the... You know, they haven't really given a lot of information. And this issue just, like, layered the whole mystery a ton. And I was, you know, I, I'm... I was sort of losing interest in action comics for a bit and the last arc with, you know, the God Slayer guy going after Lex, I thought, I thought was great that that got me back into it. And this, this issue really pulled me back into the series. That's cool. You know, I I'm very, very curious to see where they go from here. Yeah. I plan on reading
0: that when I get home, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um I I had one other book I really wanted to talk about. Uh right. but I it was from last week, I think. Okay. Not not this week's books. Um uh, the the last issue of Justice League. Yeah. Did you read Justice League 14?
0: Uh, I think so.
1: It's basically them chilling out in a cave, you know, in the rubble underground, talking to oh. each other. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I have not liked this series, pretty much at all. There was the one issue where they were at that girl's house,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: figured out you know she was the brother using the iPod iPad to talk to whatever.
0: All right. Yeah. That
1: issue was okay. The rest of the series I thought has been trash. This issue, easily the best one for me. Really? That I thought um, it did so much to develop their relationships because it's literally it's it's what people do when there's nothing else to do you sit around and you talk about anything and everything right and eventually it starts you know it starts off kind of harmless and then it always goes into the deeper questions of you know well why did you screw me over here how come this thing happened you know whatever <laughs> right and it's with everybody. You know, Superman is telling everyone about how Batman, you know, his Batman had this plan, you know, in a way to stop all of them. And they're like, well, you don't have that, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, no, I sort of do, you know, someone's got to be able to stop you. And they're all like trying to reconcile that. And you have, you know, the whole thing about Jessica, of course, being all, I can't do anything. And everybody being like, no, you're so wonderful. And, you know, it's the interaction that all of the characters had was fan freaking tastic.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because it's like, like you said, it's like one of those. It's the just chill kind of normal see, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: it goes to the back to the point
0: that we've said it a million times of humanizing all the characters, I guess.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Because, I mean, that's what we do. So,
1: Yeah. You know, and, and I liked at the end when they're all, you know, talking talking like, all right, we got to do this not just as a group. We have to do this as a team. You know, this is the strategy we're going to use. We're going to do this. You do that. You do this. You know the Green Lanterns are like, oh, you know, we're going to, not only are we going to shield Superman so he can get some sun, you know, we're also going to, you know, destroy this stuff, you know, as we're doing that. And, you know, the way that they, they strategized, it was great. My only knock on this issue is I did not like how they're telling you all this stuff. And then the last page was just like the news reporter, like the picture of them flying over the crowds by the White House. Yeah. Yeah you know, the the um, report like, oh, they did it, they destroyed this thing when that was happening. They're like, oh, I kind of wish that I saw the action.
0: Right, right yeah. But. It's the clipping of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's still, th- that issue, it, it has bought that comic a few more issues from me.
0: <laughs> I I can see that. Yeah, definitely because if yeah. it was more like this then we would both definitely be enjoying it more.
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean as long as the 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 interactions between the characters make make this for me. Right. You know, that it's always been what I've really liked about the Justice League or or any other like good team book. Right. I I mean it's what Detective Comics has been so good at, you know, in rebirth as well that when you have a group of people together it's not just let's throw a bunch of cool people together and people are going to like it you have to have a reason right yeah and the interaction between the people how they work together how they you know joke with each other how they you know just anything is it's what makes the story and this issue finally made that happen you know it only took half a year but Justice League is finally, you know, for me, it, this issue absolutely was the best.
0: Yep, I can see that. No argument out of me there.
1: Yeah. Um, anything else you want to chat about?
0: Do you want to talk about Deathstroke?
1: No. yeah, sure. Deathstroke's still awesome.
0: Yeah, Deathstroke, I think... For me, I think Deathstroke and Red Hood have been the most consistent badass titles. Well, um, and then, you know, you throw in Aquaman for me, I guess, but like Deathstroke's in a level all on its own for me. Oh, yeah. There's so many different layers and fucked up abilities and, you know, mind games type thing.
1: Right. My my only complaint with this issue of Deathstroke uh-huh. is the art. Really? It's not bad, but, I mean, the, there have been some top, top-notch artists on this Okay. that when you're... You know, kind of like with Red Hood and the Outlaws. The art's not bad in the issue, right. but, I mean, Dexter Soy has been killing it on that book. Right. And then to to put anybody else on it. It's it, you know, it's jarring.
0: Yeah. And I can see that. Yeah.
1: You know, so like this one, I I don't remember if it was last issue or I mean maybe the same guy did the last issue also. But I mean, like the storyline before this was uh who was? It was Carrie Nord. Yeah. You know, and before him, it was uh geez i don't even remember i'm blanking but you know like it's been better than this yeah you know and that's
0: and like you said not saying that this one is bad it's just jarring from what it was before
1: right yeah i can see who was it oh um larry hama right he was doing the art for a bit
0: yep there you go yeah yeah, you know,
1: like this one, uh, I'm looking at the title page. I guess Larry Hama did the breakdowns of this, but Joe Bennett did the pencils. You know, uh, so I I guess he kind of laid it out for him. But right. it's you know stylistically, you know, it has the feel the way the panels are set up and everything else. Right. But it you know just artistically, it's not not the same. Yeah.
0: And if, like, seven, eight months ago, you would have told me that That Stroke would have been, like, top-tier book constantly, Yeah, I would have told you that you were pretty damn crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've i always enjoyed Christopher Priest's writing, even, you know, I mean, like, one of his better-known things is Quantum and Woody, I guess. Right, right. And, it, like, I've never, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I enjoy his style writing it. And him on Deathstroke, I was like, "That's odd, <laughs> you know yeah. like i I yeah. hoped that it didn't mean that uh Deathstroke was gonna turn into like a deadpool type of right, yeah. comedy action, but i mean yeah there there are moments in this that are comedic, but I mean it's layers upon layers of Who's backstabbing? Who? Who's doing this to that person? You know what? What motivates this person to do anything? You know, it's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff.
0: Yep. <coughs> and you, uh, this is like straight to movie.
1: I oh yeah. Love, like a movie of this. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, this—if you were to take this and put this on like Netflix for twelve episodes. Yep. Yep. My God, that would be fantastic.
0: Yep, agreed.
1: You know, as long as nobody fights in a hallway. <laughs> True. <laughs> I've seen it just a couple times too many.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, Deathstroke is great. And his I saw is so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because you know that's going to add an element too. Because the kid came up and told her pretty much what she already knew but didn't want to accept that she knew yep so or that i guess that what we the reader knew was that it was just him wanting to spend time with her not really a real hit but yep the other guy took it as a real hit so yeah you know that there's going to be some shit hitting the fan basically here in the next couple episodes or issues
1: yeah yeah and I I like the part at the end where he's like god oh, damn it I had I, like I had a day's head start and you still beat me here <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's great stuff
1: yeah I mean like every bit of this even him you know Deathstroke standing there watching Jericho sleep <laughs> yeah you know and then just like disappearing of course you know it, yeah just yeah. every so much there there are so many bits of this story that I'm really enjoying
0: and it's all there too, like layered there. Oh yeah. And it doesn't feel like out of place either, really.
1: Yep. Yeah, so I mean... When they
0: go back from character to character, say like from Slade by himself to Rose to Jericho, it doesn't feel like we're jumping around, jumping around. It's actually cohesive and organic going back and forth, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's such a great job (laughs) like like you you know we've said it a million times like before Rebirth there is no way I would have even thought to myself that I would be reading Deathstroke Yep. let alone like fawning over every episode Yep. agreed Uh, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about I mean there's other stuff but I mean I, I I could always rant about how terrible Green Lanterns is
0: well, uh, yeah. We pretty much could both do that, but that'd be like a whole episode by itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, I I was I'm so done with that series, and then they throw Batman in. And I'm like, you know what? I'll read it. Because, like, let's see what happens with Batman. And then it's just, just trash. It's yeah, so they, bad. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's
0: almost like what Batman does for Stephanie, I want like him to be constant for Jessica and just like smack her around and be like, "God damn it, wake up!" <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I do like how he doesn't call them by their names; he just refers to them as lanterns. Yeah, you know, because they don't Although,
0: deserve. For me, for me, the last issue before Batman, I really, really enjoyed though. I don't With remember. Her and her anxiety
1: and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Meh.
0: But, but it it's closer to home because my wife has it, you know? Not to that level or that extent, but...
1: Your yeah, wife's a Green like, Lantern? Oh.
0: <laughs> well, if she does, she sucks at constructs, but...
1: <laughs> that's amazing.
0: But she's good at cooking, so that's a fair trade. <laughs> I...
1: I don't know. I think I'd rather have constructs than food.
0: (laughs) Which, she made tacos tonight, so you know what I'm having for breakfast in the morning. Oh,
1: heck yes. Taco bagels. That's fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, but (laughs) I don't get it. My kids look at me like I'm insane when I eat a taco bagel. Yeah. I'm like, what don't you understand? tacos yep. awesome bagels awesome taco bagels awesome
0: right and yeah. now if if somebody had a big restaurant chain's listening to this then they can name it name their taco bagel rebirthically
1: oh my goodness <laughs> that would be so great <laughs> give me two rebirthicles with everything <laughs>
0: and a large
1: coat yeah (laughs) that's great I guess this is probably where I would venture into the realm of completely delirious tired conversation Yeah. Yeah. so so, uh, thank you all for listening to this episode of Rebirthically sorry it was a short one Uh, our schedules have been ridiculous hopefully it gets better soon uh, this
0: is our premiere episode Oh wait, nope, just because we've been gone For a week or two
1: uh, Just a week, I, I did a solo show the week before I, I was going to oh, yeah. try and do one last week But I just I Kept passing out when I got home from work
0: Yeah, and so did I We were supposed to record that VCP uh, show and Oh I yeah asleep.
1: Yeah, I did record that And then you were to sleep the whole time Yep Good stuff um, If you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet to me at Aaron S. Bell. You can tweet to Ronnie at Ronbar316. You can tweet the show directly at NL Rebirthically. And you can email the show, uh, rebirthically at gmail.com. That, I believe, is everything. That's it. Cool.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Um,. You were recording, right? Because I wasn't.
0: Uh, no. Because
1: I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I got it.